Black Boy Joy podcast. As usual, we have me here, Kieran, today in London and with... Ainsley, also in London, in the flesh. <laughs> yeah, so this is our, since COVID, this is our second episode, our second one together, isn't it? Yeah, well, in person, in like, person, we yeah. can see each other, yeah. we can read each other's <laughs> expressions, which you can't always do over Zoom. Mm, yes. <laughs> um, you might be able to hear that I think we're both worse for wear again yeah (laughs) every time like every time I go to Kieran or Kieran comes to me obviously we always make a a day or a night or a weekend of it or however long it is Mm -hmm. this time around um, we came for a concert so we saw my beloved Roshi Murphy yesterday at the Brixton Academy (laughs) we actually haven't discussed what we thought of the concert I did enjoy it um, I didn't love it, I think. So I didn't know much about it. And I like going to concerts where I don't know much about the person as well. I've yeah. listened, to some, I've listened to some tracks here and there. Um, I didn't realise she was so crazy. I think <laughs> she has really good stage presence. Um, and I didn't know what to expect either. And I think she's very entertaining when you can say it's just her. Like She's got the band behind her, but they're, they're not really doing much like sort of theatrics or anything. And it's just her with the sort of many costume changes and sort of... Um, so off the wall dancing as well mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. um, but yeah uh, the only thing I would say is that a lot of the songs start to sound similar I think that's because I didn't really know them so well mm-hmm. um, but I've listened to some of the stuff but probably not even half I guess but I I quite enjoyed it How, what did you think? I enjoyed it as well so um, all of the costume changes and like that kind of off the wall dancing is like a typical feature of Roshi Murphy mm-hmm. another one another typical feature of like I think it's like the third Roshi Murphy concert I've been to and I think it's quite typical for her now that I've realised is that like some of her songs like some of her like older songs she'll like blend into others mm. so like she'll have like they'll start playing one and then while that song is still playing she'll start singing the lyrics to like a different song Mm. I think she does that. Lots of phase it in and out and make it, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, some of the arrangements of the songs that we heard, like, like differed quite a bit to the songs as we hear them, like, on the studio album. Yeah. Which is good in some places, but often kind of, like, you don't know where you're coming and going with them. What was the song, um, you played it, sorry, you played it when we got home yesterday? Forevermore. Forevermore, yeah. Because I remember when she sang like, live, I was like, oh, this is alright, and then I listened to the studio one. And it wasn't because the quality of performance, which is probably maybe it was arrangement, as you are saying. But I was like, oh, this is really good, like, from when I listened to the yeah. like, just off the, off the beat, off the it's bat. It's a great, well, that's a great song, but that's from her Maloko days, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, I, I was not expecting her to, her to, um, to play that because she barely ever plays, like, stuff from music, material from the, from Maloko. You said that she doesn't perform Sing It Back ever. No. You think she probably hates the song or something? Or I think, doesn't. yeah. <laughs> I kind of think that, like, Sing It Back was, like, years ago and she was in a group with, like, a different space. Mm-hmm. But now, like, imagine if you're an artist, yeah. you've had ten years with these, like, three albums, mm-hmm. you've, like, toured the world, and then, like, you come to an and everyone still asks you for this, this, this one same dead song. From like, a, from like an actor you're not in anymore. I'm trying to think of what a good example would be. Well, um, you don't listen to Bjork, do you? No. But good. like, she's most famous for like albums of like the mid to late nineties. Yeah. And she never does any of those. And when she tours, that's an odd one though, because I don't know. I always feel like you t- you at least have gems from the albums like that that like you think, oh, I have to perform this one. Like. Yeah, no, she doesn't do anything. No. But she had like a very very large catalogue, so. In slight contrast, I quite enjoyed when um, 
when Beyonce goes on tour, just her one, mm-hmm. and um, she'll do like a Destiny Child medley. Yeah, and just sing them a solo tunes a lot. But you've been like gagging to this for years, haven't you? Like in back in the day, she just tolerated her background singers. And yeah, she's still all by herself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think like if anyone knows Roger Murphy, um, she's very popular with the gays, <laughs> especially gay men. I noticed when we went there. Yeah. It was like going into like a gay club. It was, yeah. yeah. And like, so um, the, it was at Brixton Academy and I gave Kevin his first experience of the beehive in Brixton. Of oh, the spoons. Which is a weather spoons <laughs> pub. And it's probably one of the most run down of the spoons I've ever been in. It's 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 small as well. Like, um, I didn't know what to expect because you and another mate were just like, oh, wait till you get there. I'm like, okay, well, what's it going to be like? Yeah. Um, I didn't really like it. I think it's nice if you already have a seat. If you don't have a seat, it's just like, oh, fucking hell, man. Well, I just felt in the way. Just like... Because there was live music on, it was busy that day. It was like, it was it was busy um, for that reason. Mm-hmm. But um, it is like, it, it, it unequivocally trash. It unequivocally. Um, like, it's dirty. <laughs> it's like, it's so dated. It's not like it hasn't had like a lick of paint on it for like a good 30, 40 years, man. Mm-hmm. And, like, the clientele sometimes can be a bit rough and shady. I like that, though, you know. It does have, but it does have a bit of charm I to just, it. I, I like that. I like rough places. I always say in Newcastle as well, because most of my friends I've met in Newcastle aren't from there. Mm-hmm. We sometimes think we live in a bit of a bubble. I'm thinking, like, you know, we live here, and obviously we're people who are local, but, like, I think we don't have that many friends who are, like, from the area. Mm-hmm. Um, so some, sometimes people are like, oh, you can't go here because it's quite rough, can't go here, but it's quite rough. But... All the places that are rough are places where it's going to be mainly locals. I'm like, well, that's what I want to see. I want to, yeah. I want to fill the city. Yeah. Not just go somewhere yeah. it's going to be students and like other and professionals who are from elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we, I think a, a trip to Newcastle's on the cards, I think we were saying. No, definitely. Or just but, um, another scene. Visit. I was encouraging you to get acquainted with some of these gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And you never, um, I never got an update on that. What happened? Did you talk to anyone? No. Why not? I didn't want to yesterday. Oh my god! But I'm on Grindr seven days a week though. But you're not in London. You're not in London seven days a week. No, but when all it is is just people showing like butthole pics for the most part. Doesn't really catch my eye. Surely, when you were in like, so my um... this is Andy's Andy's Grindr appraisal. I get one at, like twice a day now. Once every twelve hours. So <laughs> how's everything going? Have you seen it on your like? Like, so like... <laughs> well, I know. I say. That, like, a concert is the perfect location, the perfect breeding ground, the perfect place to see, see someone. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no. I spoke to a few people and that was it, really. I think, to be fair, I was hungover yesterday and drunk again. And, yeah. Did you not speak to, did you not, like, did you not speak to anyone who was at the concert? No. Next time we go on a concert, then I'll get told I spend too much time on Grinder. Well, you do. Well, this, like, should be, this should be welcome in news. Every, no, in every, in every other context, <laughs> it would be good news. But I'm trying to find you a man here. No, I'll find my own. I don't like. I don't like people playing matchmaker. I don't like that at all. I'm not being. I'm not being matchmaker. I'm not matching you with a person. They say Indian matchmaker. This is like um, no, not matchmaker, but more like um, what's the word I'm looking for. I'm thinking of intervention. Intervention? Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> that's so rude. Yeah, that intervention. No. 
Is he the man you're least interested in? Well, I mean, recently I've been hooking up more, but, like, no dates or anything. You're hooking up? Why, like... Why do I only hear about you hooking up with people when... when, when no, I've t- oh, no, I was dating, like, earlier this year, for sure, like, a few people. You didn't tell me You didn't tell me that. I told you at the time, I mean, you were like, oh, um, oh, it's good to hear that you're dating again. I don't remember this person. Oh, I don't think you told me. I did. I, I think, I, I'm sure I told you. Oh, let me tell you the next bit, because you're trying to cuss me out. But this was, you know, when, like, it's just, you know, the chemistry's not there, so it was too friendshipy. So, mm-hmm. Ainsley, believe it or not, we went on four separate dates. Mm-hmm. Not even one kiss. What? Exactly. Like, I think I was in... This is not understood people's pain in Love Island or people's pain in marriage at first sight. Right. Like you like the person, you think they're good looking. Yeah. But there's not, like, an attraction attraction. And I think it was probably two ways as well. Yeah. So, like, easy to talk to. Like, you look forward to the dates and everything. Mm-hmm. But then, like, nothing happens. But it wasn't it wasn't a one sided thing. I think it was quite sort of balanced out. Um, but this is why it's strange because I was thinking like I don't think I've ever been on more than like three dates with one person before like things start happening. But I was like four and like you know, you know even past first base or whatever the hell like Americans call it. Um, so it was it was very strange. I'm sure did I not tell you this. You didn't tell me. No, no. I think I told you about the first few. And I know what it is. I absolutely know what it is. We can find the message in WhatsApp if you don't believe me. I don't this, believe you. You didn't. You didn't mention this them. was in. Uh, let me think the first date would have been in April and then the last date would have been in June I think yeah this was months ago yeah as I said I was dating for a while like and a couple of other guys as well but they didn't really like sort of um, they were like one or two they didn't really like turn into anything and at the moment I've kind of just been like I'm just chatting there a lot and then hook up here and there Um, are you dating now are you dating anyone now I've started talking to someone who has a lot of potential like the last few days okay but I'm <laughs> why? Why do you want more information? We didn't, I didn't say anything, but I can just tell you, like, you're waiting for me to say more things. I am waiting for you to say more. No, because earlier we've not met up here, but we he lives in, like, a town just outside of Newcastle. Um, so I think maybe next weekend I will go there and we'll just spend the day and I'll see how it goes. Oh, cryptic. Huh? Cryptic. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, like, when you've only just spoken to someone, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you about someone that I've not even met in person yet. I've just spoken, like, a little bit online. I mean, is he cute? Is he funny? I think he's cute. You won't think he's anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. He is, let me think, a few years younger than me. Bye, actually. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. He must have seen him on the app, because I don't remember where, like, any app I saw him on, but he just right, answered me on Instagram randomly. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know. I was up to the studios. And I saw his profile, so I don't even know if he liked guys, so I didn't say anything. I followed him back. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think I liked a few of his pictures like that you posted throughout the week. Yeah. But then again, I, I, I couldn't even tell you what's going on. I was, like, I was just someone that randomly followed me or something. Yeah. And then a, a, like about a week after, um, he just said hi. So you know I, what I'm gonna say, don't you? What, what is what? I want to see a photo. No. Why is <laughs> why, you, why are you showing me a photo? I'm implementing a no photo policy for Ainsley because. <laughs> No. It's never got anything good to say about the guys that I like. So. Okay, hold on. We need some more context here. Oh, provide them. We need some more. Yeah, we need more context. <laughs> so Kieran and I have very, I'd say, diverging taste in men. There's probably some crossover. It's probably men of color. There's probably some crossover. Actually, it's not. Yeah, even, so not I even would actually. say. I'm trying to think. No, even black guys we've spoken about like usually like different ones. I think in general it's just. Oh, yeah. so I need an example then. So. There's a, no, I'm trying to think, because you've shown me people in the past, and I've been like, oh, right, but they've been, like, celebrities, I think. Like, I'm trying to remember exactly who it was. It was the people that you knew properly. 
Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, we right, both got so Ruben Loftus cheek. Yes, of course. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, right, so a good, like, a good rule of thumb is now a good. I told you a good rule of thumb is to go through the Love Island men because everybody knows who they are. Oh, like the recent season. Yeah. Oh, this would be interesting. I think so. I think that rule there, yeah, that rule exposed. That rule. I that think rule. you need to expose. You know, like this is like some dirt. <laughs> but um, well, you can start then. All right, so for you didn't me, like anyone, did you? On the line. No, the most attractive one was Tyler. Oh, he's, yeah, he's a. Uh, I thought he's. I mean, he's too I, tall. He's too tall for me. I don't like that. I think he's objectively good looking, very pretty. He just doesn't really do it for me. I think his face is a bit soft, and he does. He has. He's got long, skinny legs as well. But um, he, well, he's a bit. He's a bit tall for me. That um, you know what? It's not his legs. It's just the fact he wears tight up jeans and, and trousers. <laughs> They're not flattering. Um, but he, I think he's so ha- I think he's so handsome. He is, to be fair. And um, he's gorgeous. I'd say he'd probably the number one for me. Is anyone else? Anyone else? Before I get started. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked Mehdi. He was like, you know, Catherine Moore. Yeah, yeah. He was the only black guy there. I liked him until I heard him talk. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you know when you get all the, the all them. Um, Little uh, slight leaks or deliberate leaks, whatever they are, before people go in the house. Yeah. Um, I would have thought less facial hair. Um, no, I like the facial hair. I like it. I like. It's too much. I really beard. like. I really like how he's like really stocky as well. Yeah, I think he so. completely does it. Yeah, he does it for me f- for sure. Okay. Me not so much. Um, let me think. Love Island. Love Island. I would think. And again, also before he opened his mouth, I thought Teddy. But the way he went. Oh, no, same. Yeah. The way he went with fails. <laughs> yeah. It was Same. like I did a one eighty. Yeah, like when you know, I I would agree with that. So like when yeah. I when I saw him to begin with, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, Teddy's a bit of alright. Yeah. But then like as every second that went by, like yeah. my attraction to him waned, like yeah. went down dramatically. Who else was in there? Oh, you're okay. No, the next you're gonna disagree with. Let me just say the one in one go. So there was Jake, there was Brett, there was Brad. And <laughs> who else? Um, Toby, Liam, is, Toby Liam. as well. Is that Liam? No, not so much Liam. I think he's attractive. Don't be wrong, but like, I don't. I, I genuinely don't see the attractive. Liam is one of those people that I know attractive, but people tell me they tell me he's attractive. I think him is more his personality. I think he doesn't. He's not right. Don't get me wrong. I think he's pretty boring, but I think he's 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 good at talking to people. I can see he had he had a good rapport with everyone, so I can see it from that perspective. But he doesn't really do it for me. But uh, Jake, I know you think he's repulsive, but I was, and everyone talks about how he's short and everything. I was, I was like, oh, yeah, I like Jake. Um, Brett is probably my favourite. Oh my god! I don't god. know. Why. Oh my! <laughs> and he's such a nice guy as well. And like you know, he talks about saving the environment, social justice issues. He calls out trolls on his page who have been homophobic, and I just think he's gorgeous as well. Like um, yeah. I'm not see. I'm sorry. It's and a no from me. And also, Brad, the um, the guy from um, from the northeast. Yeah, no, like, I'm sorry, no, no, I'm sorry. Just kind of like, just like, you know, just monotone and dumb, like, just, uh, well, maybe not dumb, that maybe that's a bit harsh, but uh, I thought it was gorgeous as well. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, yeah. There's, and there we have it, Exhibit A, everyone. <laughs> so, I think when it comes to, like, black men, we have more conversions, more coherence, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. You know, if they have, like, two Venn diagrams, yeah. and I'm on one side... And you're on the other side. Yeah. With black men... So you know what it is, actually? With other races, I like pretty men. With black men, I like more handsome black men. With the faces too feminine, it doesn't really do it for me. I don't really, like... I don't really... I don't categorise... I don't categorise men like that. 
But I don't think, oh, you're handsome, you're a pretty boy, you must be, you're you, cute. Why, you, you can, why don't you do that? As in, because it doesn't matter to you. I just, I describe, I describe every man as cute. Or I describe every man as handsome. Everything is almost good looking, no, I'll, I'll hands, use them entertaining. Handsome is good looking in a manly way, and then pretty is good looking in a, in a, in a softer way. No, I don't. I don't do. I don't do any of that. Okay, well I do. So. <laughs> Other people do because sometimes, like I'll say that I'll say that a guy is cute, and people like will look at me that like, think like the strange thing to say. Mm-hmm. I was just like, so with, let me think. Black men specifically are like muscular, but not too muscular, or like ones that are like toned as well. I think I think everybody by now, everyone on the podcast knows what knows what you're into. Think, <laughs> yeah. No, but I've got loads of different types, though, and you never believe me, but um. Okay, I, I I think you are deluding yourself. No, you just have, don't listen. But then, conversely, with other races, I don't mind like a bit thicker. That's actually no, thick's not the right word to use. Actually, um, I don't mind like a little bit overweight with other races. I guess with black guys, I like lean and like muscular ones. That's or... no, I think that's that, that, that's not fair. Then is it? Huh? So that means that you have, you hold black men to a higher standard than you hold other races. No, no, it's not a higher standard though, because I think if you if you say that oh a muscular body that's that should be the best type, then no, but it's just what you find attractive. To be fair, but you just said to me, you just said that like you like black men if they're lean and if they're athletic, but mm-hmm. if they do other races, you don't mind if they're like a bit overweight. That to me. They think that you expect more from black men than you do from other races. No, that's it's not about expecting more. It's about what you find attractive, though. Because I think if you try and say that, oh, this is what should be attractive. You, if I if I said, oh, everyone should be lean and muscular. But then, okay, then. So a question for you, a question then is that if there was a black man mm-hmm. who was quote unquote a bit overweight, mm-hmm. what would your feelings be about that? Does it have to depend? You, you next time you need to come with like some photos and be like, oh, what do you think of him? Like, <laughs> like ten. Um, it just depends. But I'm talking about trends, though. I don't have any hard set rules, though, when it comes to, like, physical looks. Everyone always talks about their type, and then someone can come along who's not your type or whatever, and then completely change that. That's why I think types are bullshit. And when people say, I don't really have a type, and everyone's like, oh, everyone's got a type kind of thing, I'm like, well, not necessarily, though. You can talk about general things and trends of the guys that you've been with, the guys that you look out for, but anyone can surprise you. And I always think that. And what do you think, Andy? Hey, like, you, you, like, you don't believe me. I think you're delusional. <laughs> no? yeah. I, don't, I don't care if you think I'm delusional. You don't, you don't have to believe me. I know the I truth. Yeah. I know what's in my heart. <laughs> I genuinely think you're delusional. No. And I think that your standard, your physical standards are higher than mine as well. Do you and think? I would say, yeah, because I would say that I have a type, definitely. And I would say that I mm-hmm. am more accepting of more types of men and body types, body shapes um, of men than you are? No. It just depends, though, like, because... Let me think. I think when it's black dudes, it might be a slight... I don't know what to say. Is it like a slight narcissism thing, you know, when you like, you like people that kind of look like you a bit? Yeah. So with black dudes, they tend to like, I guess, guys with similar body type to mine. Right, so you see yourself as the athletic. Well, not at the moment, but like you know, on a, on a, on a good day, yeah, on a, on a good day. And this is what you're, this is what you're like, saying. I said either slimmed, tone, or a muscular, but not too muscular. And I'm not saying they have to have a flat. I don't give a shit about stomachs with other guys. Like I would love a flat stomach myself, but it's never anything I look for on someone else. I think, oh, you have to have a six pack. Like, I've never, I literally, don't care about that. Yeah. Um. But then I don't know, like. Yeah. 
So, I, don't, I don't know why you want to like fucking like just like proper like analyze my what I've described. And be like oh you know that that means this and that means that. I was like it doesn't mean anything. It's just what turns me on. Okay. All right. So here's the question for you then. So if you had to describe my physical type, what would you say? Um. Let me think. You've definitely gotten thicker. To the listeners, I said Ainsley was double-cheeked up before. He didn't understand what What I does that mean? Yeah, I don't know what that means. A big ass, in it? Oh, right, right. Oh, God. How, how, it's a bit obvious, isn't it? Double-cheeked up. I thought that's what it meant, but, like, I, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I didn't know I didn't want to sure. assume, you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> and he said, I know, he said that I've been working out when, like, my ass has been big my whole life. Whether I've been working out, not working I think it's out. just these trousers, I think, basically. Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe it's what, like, my ass is always... But your ass is huge... It's gotten smaller because I lost the weight. Uh, you got um, what, the what, barely F1, 10 barely air back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my fucking posture is awful. So it doesn't like jutting my stump barely out of my bum out. Um, but I think the problem is because, well, I haven't been to gym in ages, but when I usually do, if I do something like squats, like they just get your legs bigger well, and your bum as well. But for me, that they always hit my bum harder than anything yeah. else. <laughs> so I had to stop though because I was like, it's getting a bit disproportionate. Um, yeah, I don't even think my ass is like really big. It's just kind of like pokey outy. I think it's more of that. Your it seems it seems big for me. When I, when I've looked, it seems big. I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> my that mine is big, but I I wish it wasn't as big. To be honest with you, I think you're. Oh, I'll go back to the question on your body type. Um, as a physical type, but not just body type. But as in your physical, all right. Okay, well, dark skinned. I'd say handsome. He might have handsome. No, as in what? You, as in, um, am I supposed to be describing you? No, it's like oh. my type. Your type in oh, in what? Sorry. In, so yeah, in all so men. my question was yeah, for men, what what would you describe my type as? You like I know you like bears, don't you? So you like you like bigger and thicker guys, don't you? You don't like guys that are too tall, so you like guys that are shorter than you. They can be the same yeah. height as me, and they have to be like slightly taller. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, that, that could be, yeah, that could be, yeah, could be the fight You're like big guys, don't you? Not, not, not big, 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 but like, you know, sort of heavier set. I like, I like, well, I like guys that's, I mean, I'm making you speak, actually, I like you speak. Yeah, you like thicker guys. Um, what else? You like body hair, don't you, and like facial hair? Yeah. And like I said, there's not usually much crossover. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to go into too much detail, <laughs> but... Like the guy, some guys you pointed out to, I would have described them as like sort of dumpy. Like, kind of like <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Like kind of like round. Oh um, no! Yeah, because you like shorter and thicker set kind of thing. Yeah. Um, well, like I'd say stocky. I'm not round. Um. Okay. So I guess stocky. Um. Okay. I'll give you that. For me, as like conversely to that, I'm not, um, I'm gonna describe yours now. Oh no! <laughs> you, just, you describe my type all the time. Oh, here we go. I should, I should run for cover in it. On, do, do your worst. All right. So I think no. I think there uh, there are two things here. Uh, the third thing, the reason that you're the reason why you are for lynching is because some of the men, I feel like you have shown me that uh, you've got an interest in. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I think the levels of attractiveness are not quite the same. So you think oh. I punched down? Yes, yeah, right, yeah. Okay. I hope I hope none of these men are listening. <laughs> I, hope none of them are listening. I don't think so. No. It's fine. Oh yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so in the past anyway, these men that you showed me, I don't think are quite on your level. 
So yeah. I I think that you should expect more from yourself. I think you know what it is, though, right? So let's just cut to the chase. So you're specifically talking about when it comes to white dudes. So, <laughs> but you're but okay, for, so yeah. But, so, but for me, like, so when it comes to white guys, the ones that I like, they do look quite average. But I like the average look. So when you, when you think like, oh, you know, like, like everyone, like, let's take an example. When you talk about movie stars, actors, or celebrities, or whatever, mm-hmm. and what people think as attractive for white men. I don't usually look twice at those kind of men, like as in, like when you see their like sort of um, replicas in real life as well. Yeah, like sort of overgroomed and like a certain look, like always in the gym. It, d- it just doesn't do me for, do it for me for white dudes. I like Benji or well, yeah. yeah it, I quite I like working class white lads, like who look kind of like pretty average. You just see them walking down the road. Like, that that does it for me. Like, what's wrong? Why are you sighing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Why do you say working class white men? Because it's about the like you know how they sort of carry themselves as well, and also how they talk. Might have like a sort of thicker regional accent. I quite like that as well. I, in general, I kind of I notice as well. I find northern white men more attractive than southern white men as well because yeah. they, they tend to have accents and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, we've discussed this before privately. We have, yeah. Yeah, we have discussed it before privately. First, I'm in a hot seat here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interrogation. <laughs> Under one lamp. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I've expressed to you, I'm not sure I've expressed it to you before in person, to be fair. Uh-huh. Definitely by text, that, like, you have the type that you like. I would have thought you'd been in heaven in, um, in Newcastle. In paradise. But I would say, in Newcastle, though, what I, I've always said this as well, like, I think there are lots of good-looking men, but proportionally, like, sort of gay to straight... Like, I see lots of straight men, I think, oh yeah, really hot kind of thing. And gay guys, obviously, as well, but, like, just not as many. And I think, uh, this is going to sound bad, you might want to take this out, but I think there's lots of duds on the gay scene in Newcastle. Oh no, it's true, though, because you, you've, you've come up before, right, and I think you were single at the time, and you've been on Grinder and Tinder and stuff. Yeah. And even you were saying, like, you know, like, it's grim a lot of the time. <laughs> it's true, though. Oh, it's like, there are like... the grim up north. <laughs> I'm definitely going to call yeah. out. <laughs> also, like... And when it's like the guys who are seen as desirable, like the younger ones, they always look kind of twinkish, which doesn't do it for me at all, kind of thing. I've never, yeah. really, been, I've never really been into twinks apart from probably when I was one. Like, now even when I was one, I wasn't even into twinks, into twinks that much. Um, I would say but, that um, in Newcastle, the average, like the median age of like gay men on Grindr, or probably should say the gay men on Grindr who would message me, mm-hmm. these are like what the two occasions that I, that I went and I was single and I'm, I'm Grindr, yeah. were older than us. Yeah. So, like, it's an age category, so maybe, like, what, 18 to 30. Mm-hmm. They're, I feel like they're, like, 35, like, 35 onwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, like, if you want to date someone, or even just, like, hook up with someone, like, your age mates, mm-hmm. maybe that's just harder to find. Possibly. I think as well, now this is going to be another generalisation, but if I think... So it's it's odd because I'm trying to think of where I would fit because obviously I'm in my thirties now, but I'm thirty one, so it's like the lower end of thirty for sure. Yeah. But let's say, oh, let's take Adrian of twenty seven to thirty seven. Now, find Newcastle like for the dudes that are kind of past thirty, mm-hmm. they probably don't look after themselves as much as I would probably expect, and that's as much as do for me as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I do find like this is from like maybe Tinder, mostly Tinder and Grinder. It's like after a certain age, there's like a sharp decline in quality, which is very strange. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. You know, and obviously we're talking about attraction, so there's going to be like nitty gritty too, but, and sometimes I feel like it's over detailed and maybe a bit mean and harsh. Um, yeah. 
but you know let's just let's be real about things I guess um, whereas like, I think when it comes to the gay dudes on the scene in Newcastle like the most attractive ones are like mid to late 20s I'd say and not because everyone else like you know you don't die after 30 but I think in general it's like the 30 odds like you know like anything from early to early to late 30s mm-hmm. I find like the de- men don't really look after themselves so much all the good ones or, 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 or as a case of maybe the good ones are already partnered kind of thing obviously there's good ones around but when I every time I come down here literally when I stepped off the train at King's Cross and went into the tube I was like this is attracting me everywhere like it's actually bonkers yeah in comparison because you're also talking about Newcastle this Newcastle that I'm like I don't think you appreciate just how like you know the calibre and you know it's, it's a bit thin on the ground remember like London's population is just significantly higher. Well, obviously, I know Significantly that. higher. Well, obviously. But, like, what that means in your terms is you're going to see a higher proportion of attractive people. You're going to see a much, much higher proportion. Well, I know why it happens. I'm just explaining how it is. Yeah. I feel like sometimes when you're talking about me dating, I felt like you've got in mind the dating pool that's down here and you need to come back against Newcastle and just go on a few of the apps and just, you know, just remind yourself. That's what I'm going to cuss me off about all the guys I'm picking or blah blah blah. Um, like I said, I'm just like I would have thought. Like I said, with what with what you just self described as mm-hmm. what you like. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I would have thought that'd be in the paradise, paradise for you. No. And also, I don't just like white men as well. I feel like that's what you try to get to a lot of the time. I'm not trying me, to sell. I'm not for me, trying it's, to... it's around. It's about who's around, and if you look like up there, it's like gay guys. It's about ninety percent white, easily. Mm-hmm. I always see like black dudes I find attractive when I'm down here, but I don't live down here. But like, I find like Asian dudes as well. You must know that that's gone back for years as well. But like, every time, like every every time you, um, like you, like show you someone express any interest in one, it's always a white man who will live nearby. But like, even like. Even, like, celebrities. Like, mm-hmm. I just mentioned, what, Ben Chilwell and Harry Kane. And I couldn't... And, whoa, whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Where did Harry Kane come from? You don't find Harry Kane? I think Harry Kane, I think he's, he's not a looker. I can see why people like him, though. I think he's attractive in a traditional way, maybe. In, like, okay. a, um, you know, 1920s. Oh, you can get married to the Canes kind of way, kind of thing. He's a good man. Kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, but, yeah. No, but I like... I like football. I like sports. Oh, that's I'm sure I've said to you before. Like when it comes to like celebrities, mainly sports people find attractive rather than like movie stars. Don't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, like let me let me. Oh, wait a minute. Who have I met? I've met just Sterling loads of times. Annie Joshua, but I feel like everyone likes Annie Joshua. To be fair, um, who else? Kyle Walker. You find like Kyle Walker, mate. His accent, man. Oh, he's got like he's from like Sheffield, isn't he? Like, <laughs> why don't you? I thought you'd like him. Have you seen him? Yeah. Why don't you like Kyle Walker? Ka- hold on, let me hold on. I'll let me on, go- on Google. Right. I thought you'd like him, he's thick. He's really, I think he's like 5'10, 5'11. Kyle Walker. What's wrong with Kyle Walker? I'm not seeing it. Okay, it's well. a no from me. I think we just, there's just no point in talking about us talking about who we like because it's just too, it's completely different. It's a, it's a pointless exercise, ain't <laughs> Because the guys you like. I'll, I'll keep my thoughts to myself. Not, like, completely, but I'll just be like, well, ain't that, that's who means if one's attractive. Whereas mine, you love to just gun them. <laughs> oh, no. You do it all the time. <laughs> Everyone has 
different tastes. And I feel like you more than most people. I feel like you need intervention. I don't. Because, yeah, you do. One hundred percent do. One hundred percent. I don't. Like when you get into a relationship, I hope it's with a good person, man. Like, oh, from that perspective, yeah, because I'm a fool. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'll worry about that when it comes. Or do you think I'm gonna like just disappear and like you'll never hear from me again and like, I would have run off with someone who's gonna like you know. Like, promises, to, yeah, yeah. Promises to take away problems away. Yeah, and take out debts, take out loans in their name, and things like that. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> like, I, like I said, um, we actually this well, we did discuss this the other day. Mm. We saw something on um, Twitter, on Twitter, on social media, on the interwebs, which was like I think it was a woman, and she had, like just paid off like her last like her last payment yeah. for a loan that her ex-partner took out in her name yeah for a car for a car and he still drove the car after they split up as well yeah like, for a few years um, and then you, you and your cousin were saying oh you know she's an idiot blah 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 <laughs> but, but why is why is everyone why is all the attention on her does I have some empathy and then you and your cousin again were like no she's, she's a fool you can't be doing things like that I was like, but okay no wait so the guy is definitely the villain of the piece Okay. Like, awful, like, awful. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is, is that the woman put herself in a position to be taken advantage of. But, and my argument was, there would be couples that would do that, and if they stayed together and they were faithful to each other, no one would be calling her an idiot because she took out none of the partner's name. You can be very trusting, and I think people can hide who they are for a very long time, so you can, you, you can think you can trust someone fully and they trust you, and still get done over. But the difference between someone being called an idiot and someone not being called an idiot is whether they were cheated on or not. Or I just think, no, I, I just think, man, taking out, like, taking out a 12 and a half grand loan mm-hmm. in your name for another person is wild. That's, like, wild. So do you think it should only be done if you're married to them or something? Because someone said that, oh, don't do husband things for someone who's only a boyfriend. Yeah. But you just never know, though. I think of like I think of like, I think of my boyfriend now, mm-hmm. and like what position would I have to be in to ask him to take out such a huge loan in loan in his name for me? I don't know. Well, life comes at you fast. You never know. I don't know. I'd love to know the specifics of that particular person. Surely, yeah, that, surely they're scamming. You're scamming. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't know. See, see, when we were talking about that, and you know, Alani thread yesterday. Oh where, yeah. Again. Brief nutshell, she was... What, what did she say? She wanted she wanted women to describe a, a time when they told their man that they fell asleep and that's why they weren't answering the phone late. Yeah. And then people were just coming out with stories of infidelity. Yeah. And I saw that, I was thinking, oh my God, so you could be going out with someone, thinking mm-hmm. you can trust them fully, and behind the scenes, they're having yeah. one-night stands. Yeah. Or they're telling you what you want to hear, and, and it's scary. Mm-hmm. I'd hate for that to happen to me. Yeah. I When I've thought about... Oh, well, I can only fantasise about it I can't, I can't say what I'd actually do but I've always been like would I ever cheat on someone or not and I feel like even if you have a wandering eye I'd just I'd rather just split up than cheat because I, I just wouldn't be able I, I don't know I'm just a very honest person I'm, I'm probably too honest a lot of the time yeah. and I wouldn't want that kind of secret and that burden on my head yeah um, so either you stay faithful or you split up but um, but I think there's diff- well, different levels of cheating isn't it like cheating is wrong Mm-hmm. Is wrong, uh, wrong, wrong on all levels. Mm-hmm. But like, there's like a situation where like someone kisses another person, yeah, and then that's it. Then they realize they're done wrong. If it was a kiss, I'm, I wouldn't tell anyone. I'm like, there's no point in causing a big rush. Yeah, so, but I don't, then, I don't think it never happens again. Yeah, 
but then some people have like a one night stand with someone else, which mm. is that's hor- right. hor- horrendous. Yeah, and then there's a third level, and, and a sustained affair. Uh, yeah, a sustained yeah. affair, and <coughs> yeah, it, it's that one that's wild, where you're literally playing two people off against, off against each yeah. other, and yeah, that is the, that is the one that's wild. I think I think the worst person's like that. I don't even care if, if um, they were in a really bad relationship or if the partner was abusive or whatnot. Like, yeah. cheating's not the answer. Like, you know, yeah. break, break it off with them. I'd have empathy for some. If someone had been in an abusive relationship and cheated on the side, mm-hmm. I'd have empathy from them being that bad relationship. But then also, yeah. they're cheating. Like, you can't say... What can, what can ever excuse cheating? The only thing I can think of is if you had, like, a partner who was in a coma for years and years or something. Yeah. And then it's not really cheating because I'm sure you considered it. Or you went, um, or what, if you had um, the classic one, is if you have a partner that goes to prison. Oh, yeah. Well, you pr- well, who, if you say you're in prison, I'm thinking, like, oh, I don't know. Because it, it depends on what the arrangement is. If it's a case of you're going to stay with them and wait for them to come out, yeah. you have needs. Yeah. But at the same time, with prison, it doesn't, isn't the typical thing you see in all the movies and films and, and TV shows. It's a case of someone goes to prison, and at first they try and make it work, and then she comes to her senses over time and goes, Babe, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I love you, but I have to move on with my life. Yeah. I'm still going to come and visit you. And then two years later, she never visits. Like. Yeah. <laughs> she's, um, she's having a baby with his best friend. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that's more true to life, isn't it? Yeah. And then he's like shaking the bar, screaming. Like, yeah. uh, imagine. Oh, my God. That's actually my worst nightmare is going to prison, you know. I'd kill myself. I mean, you wouldn't kill yourself, Key. Depends on what, how long I was going in for. I mean... I wouldn't have aims. I couldn't do prison. I'm, I'm too soft, man. Okay, so, yeah. I was going to ask another question. We'll, we'll, we'll put that question to the side in a okay. second. Yep. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think either of us would do well in prison. I'm not going to lie to you. No. I think that whole thing, like, you know, when you watch it on TV and there are like, people being like fucking like prison wives and shit like that. I think that's like a bit extreme. I mean, that's yeah. very, I think that's very extreme. I don't think that's necessarily a representation of like what, your prison will be like I've, I think in the past I've tried to look on forums to see like sort of um, first hand accounts where people have been in there yeah I mean some of them were horrific this this one was I wanted a British one specifically yeah and what was he saying he said he said that rape because he goes like people don't get raped like well in his one that like they do in the scenes but he said a lot of sex happens like it's just men having sex with men because of like you know needs, to, yeah. needs must yeah um, he spoke about money being a big big deal as well and like having money for drugs and stuff so he said the violence definitely happens he said the sex there wasn't really so much rape but it was like you know just be, there was a lot of sex that happened there yeah um, what else did he say he said it wasn't the case that we all had like playstations all day he, he said you know you, you, you have you can have books and stuff and mm-hmm. you can buy things to bring in but it wasn't like it wasn't like a common room Right. But I guess it's going to be different for each one. I think his one was probably middle of the road. It wasn't like a super max or anything. I reckon the, I reckon the rape was probably in the super max ones you know when it's just like the full on the scum of society, or yeah, the like the worst people, yeah. the people who only the people who only see other humans as like a means to an end. Yeah, exactly, and the ones who are um, you know in there, they're going to be in for twenty years plus. Yeah, like, um, yeah, but I couldn't do it though. I, I, my, my friend and flatmate, um, she's quite an anxious person in general. She's saying that she has she's always had a recurring nightmare over the years about she'd get framed for a crime and end up in prison. So that yeah, quite, quite frequently. Yeah. Um, and she's saying, you know, it's always the same how it goes down. And that she says she was innocent and people are like, no, you knew what you were doing. Like, you know, don't try and like act like a damsel in such a stress. Like she's in the courtroom or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And she says she, goes, she always wondered what, um, what position she'd be in if she went in there. Yeah. She's, she's, you know, she's quite gentle. She's like, you know, she's like either she'd get taken under the wing by someone powerful and she'd be like 
make her way up to someone who calls the shots. Yeah. Or she'd just be the prison bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, but yeah, I have a frequent nightmare about it. I was like, wow, that's actually bonkers. I'm, yeah. I, don't, I never have... I, I think it's probably the same for a lot of people. I never remember dreams and nightmares, but... Um, I, I never have repeat ones. It'll be it's something different every time. I have I have recurring nightmares. Really? Yeah, more, yeah. I have recurring nightmares all the time. I have one. So, and the classic one I have is when I've got a recital to play like the next day or mm. two days later, and I haven't got any, a, not a not a single thing prepared. Oh, when you're underprepared, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have that one all the time. Or I've got an exam to take, and I just don't know what I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. That is so mad. So you know, when I see all these dream sequences in, in television and film, mm-hmm. I always think it's an exaggeration. An exaggeration. Yeah. Obviously the, the dream itself might be, but the fact that people have nightmares and dreams about when something's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I dream that much, to be fair. I probably dream like one in five times when I sleep. A lot of times I just sleep and just wake up and then, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. I, probably, I dreamed more as a kid, though, for sure. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know whether that's environmental or just natural. I yeah. Dream less. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, the question I was going to ask mm-hmm. um, before it came up is like, I actually don't know what your feelings are about like open relationships or like polyamory. We've never discussed that. I, I don't think we have. I've, I've discussed yeah. it with some friends recently, actually. Um, now, myself, now I do have a wandering eye. So I, and I think I have this thing that a lot of people have. Not necessarily, not necessarily just the gays, but you know, the whole looking for the next best thing. Mm-hmm. So my worry would be that if I was in a relationship, I might have that on my mind. You, and you know, it happens in Love Island as well, that toxic phrase, oh, I'm happy, but I could be happier. Yeah. So when it comes to open relationships, I don't think I could do one because, so what I said is not even related, but I couldn't do one because I would want to stray, but I would get jealous of the other person did. And it can't be, unless they were happy, it can't have a one-sided open relationship. Yeah. It work. It'd have to be, for me, it would have to be monogamous or single. Um, I understand them. I've been talking to a guy recently, actually, who wants to meet up. He's a, he's a bit older, actually. But he said in the beginning, he was like, a full disclosure, I've had like a partner for years and years. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, it's serious and we're together, but we're, it's it's a very open relationship. Mm-hmm. Thing, and they don't live together or anything. Mm-hmm. So I was interested in going like a ball for drinks with him or something. Mm-hmm. But he said it fairly soon. I was like, I said that didn't bother me, to be fair. I think because I know I wasn't looking for like a relationship with this guy or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's I, different. Like, if yeah. you're... Like, I've had sex with guys before who have been or claim they're in open relationships anyway. Mm. And I, fine. Yeah, that that's not an issue. For me, I think it depends on how attractive the dude was. Because yeah. I've seen some guys, if they're really hot in a real open relationship, I wouldn't like that. If I, if I thought they were like, you know, that I was punching higher because mm-hmm. I don't know if I was like, nah, because then I just feel like I'm just a little side piece. I would really but that's, that. um, that's to do with your own confidence though, isn't it? It is. Like your own insecurities. But the, it is, but I don't think there's anything wrong with it at the same time. Yeah. Um, I think it's the same reason why I wouldn't want to hook up with a couple either. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, oh, you little play thing, then they're finished and they, they go and love each other and cuddle after you've left and it's like, oh, fuck off kind of thing. Yeah. So I wouldn't yeah. do it either. But open relationships, I think for them to work, both parties have to be secure. I always think there's a risk it will end in tears because people can say as much as they want, oh, yeah, I love my partner, nothing will ever happen. I'm thinking, but you've not, ever, you've not met every human in the planet. You might think you love your partner deeply. Yeah. To open and you and you meet someone who actually blows you away and makes makes you think in different ways, change your life. Yeah. And then before you know it, oh, sorry, I'm leaving you for gym. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well. So um, I was discussing open relationships with like a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and cause like 
I mean, I'm for the cloud. I mean, a monogamous, closed relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Sealed off. Yeah. Sealed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll need the two of us, but like, I mean, I've been like open to the idea of it. Like, it's something I I would definitely like have a discussion about. Mm-hmm. I talked to my friend about the similar thing, and he was saying that like someone we used to work with was in was like he's gay and he was he was in a relationship with a boyfriend and they decided to go open mm-hmm. and he said and she said that that's what happened so the friend her friend or the guy she worked with mm-hmm. um, he met someone else yeah. um, while he was in a relationship with, with this person yeah. and decided to leave him for the for the other one yeah. and they're like now married and stuff and I was like to, to my friend that like if that happened to me mm-hmm. that's when you'll see madness that's when you'll, oh, that's exactly. you'll, that's when you'll exactly. see what happened you will see yeah. madness on that day. Everyone's going to be sad because, like... <laughs> yeah. I'm not... Everyone's going to be like sad. You'd feel like such a wally, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it's silly as well. I feel like... I don't care for stereotype, but I feel like gays in general are so promiscuous yeah. that you've got to be very confident with an open relationship. It depends how serious it is. And, and I, it depends on what you say after because there might be people going to open relationships and they might and they might already say, oh, there's a risk we might find someone else and so be it. Yeah. And then... I've, I, well, I would. I don't many. I don't know anyone who's in one like that. But surely, if you're rational, you'd have that conversation before you even go into the open relationship. As in, what if we find someone that we prefer? Yeah. If they won't, if they go into thinking, oh, we're not going to find anyone we prefer, and thinking, okay, well, there we are. You're setting up yourself up for something, are you? Yeah. Because there's always that risk that someone's yeah. going to come and blow you away. Yeah. So I, I couldn't do it. Um, and if that happened to me, as I say, like if someone left, like. You know, I'll probably break the law, ain't you? <laughs> That's what I learned in prison. <laughs> a crime of passion, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it be a yeah, everyone's gonna be sad. It's true. It's like, it's true. I'm not having. I'm not having someone like you. You build a life with or whatever, and you decide to be open to whether it's to save relationship or to like ease the pressure on on like any on, on any difficulty having the relationship. I'm not having that happen to me. I'm left behind like a chump single. And this guy is getting married with someone else. I was yeah. like, no, I'm gonna drag you down with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. When I heard that, it definitely made me rethink. Yeah. It's just a, uh, it's a recipe for disaster. But yeah. I, but I think people, people in open relationships and swear by them. They're very they're very passionate and they get very defensive about it as well. Yeah. Yeah. See, all the time on social media, like this is how we live our life, blah blah blah. Yeah. It's yeah. also seen it's um on Twitter, it's quite it's quite a well known like pornography account. But it's like a it's like a, a cuckold relationship. I've seen it. I think yeah. another one, yeah. Based in London. Yeah, I, yeah. It's always like one. my boyfriend this boyfriend. I was like, are you his boyfriend or are you his cameraman? Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone's like, oh how come you never join in on the action kind of thing. Yeah. And he's like, oh and everyone's like, oh it's a cook relationship, that's how it works. I'm thinking, but it's not how I don't see how you you'd be turned on by never having sex with your partner and yeah. then meeting like five guys every week. I don't yeah. see how... To be honest, that account actually makes me uncomfortable. Like, I don't know if it's... Uncom- I'm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's real. I don't want it to be real, but it might be real. But I'm thinking, how, I was like, you, you can't be his boyfriend. Though, if really. it's real, yeah, if it's real, then... I mean, it's, it probably isn't because it sounds like they're both happy and consensual. It seems like abuse. <laughs> well, yeah, basically, yeah. Because and all, what I don't understand with it is that people say it's... But, isn't the point of a cuckold relationship is that the, obviously the dude goes with other people or the yeah. wife goes with other people. Yeah. But um, they'll still have they'll still be intimate with their partner. By the sounds of it, he never he, he never touches them. Yeah. I'm thinking, how is that relationship? Yeah, I don't. I I mean, I don't know. I I I know the account that you're talking about, 
and yeah. I don't, I do not follow it because, like, like I said, like the content made me maybe very. I don't think I, do, I used to have a burner, but I don't have a burner account anymore. But what I do is I just, I'll just know what to look for. But yeah. I'm trying to stop watching porn altogether. To be fair, so. oh, some of my actually. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, I think something mashed up my head quite a lot. To be honest, yeah, it's a common thing about amongst our generation. I didn't really watch porn until like seventeen, um, but I wish I could go back to them when like my mind was kind of like you know wholesome. Mm-hmm. It, it does. It just. It does desensitize you a bit. I think, yeah, sure. I agree. Yeah, I agree. So um, like, for this, like, I, 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 I go through like I go through like stretches without watching it. So I go like maybe like two months without watching mm-hmm. it, and like one day maybe I'll maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. But like I'm trying to think whether I should really try and strive to like just not watch it at all. Yeah. It's very powerful. It is. Like, yeah. Yeah. It is, and I notice that like when I'm not watching it. I feel like I have better sex and like better intimacy. Yeah, no, for sure. Because it, it just desensitizes your mind and it kind of... It's like a cheat code, isn't it? Because really, you wouldn't see someone naked unless you're about to have sex with them. Exactly, well, yeah. You've seen them on the screen all the time in all sorts of different scenarios and then like you kind of... Your brain wants something yeah. wilder to and I think, it. And yeah. I think what it is, I think the biggest problem, or one of the biggest problems with it is the instant gratification. Mm. That like you like you have an itch you want to scratch that itch you yeah. put on porn and whatever when I actually think that like kind of like being horny mm-hmm. or I think that's that's I think that's healthy I think that's well, a it's good natural thing. Yeah, yeah and then it makes you want to pursue a partner or pursue like who you're with yeah Whereas porn it 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 sort of it it's a shortcut yeah so then you you don't pursue people as much as you should do yeah or you don't like you know leave the house and yeah shit like that it's yeah. Um, it's wicked, man. Yeah. I think for me, it's only I've only thought of porn as quite a big problem in the last few years. When I was younger, and I was probably more active and like out and about more, mm-hmm. it wasn't so bad. But I think it's specifically like during COVID when I was in the house all the time. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, this is too much, really. Like, I, I'm just like, nah. And, and sometimes I see things, and like, I feel in my head. Five years ago, I would have thought this was like really fucking depraved kind of thing. Yeah. And the fact that I don't find it so now is bad yeah so I'm yeah trying to, i'm just trying to start watching all together and like and like everything about that like the industry itself the performers in it man it's just the like just always yeah it's always, <laughs> like, it's always like there's always an issue and i reckon that porn is one of the reasons why like we're just so fetishized like, as black men oh, absolutely. Just so fetish, like, that's number one reason when, yeah when guys hit you up and it's like bbc this bbc that it's because I've watched porn. Yeah. And I think I've said to you before, I'm like, well, you know, you've watched porn, but you can't expect a Raheem, Raheem Shabazz performance from me. Cause I'm, but the, I'm but the problem, Shabazz. but the thing is, like, about, yeah. are, are you giving that, giving that white button performance or, mm-hmm. or what? I think that's the thing. You know what's really funny, actually? Because I, I ignore anyone that just pops up with hung. Obviously, people saying hung question mark, it happens to everyone. It doesn't happen just to us, but yeah. the BBC stuff does. And, but, I, but when it's someone, I'll look at the profile, and I don't usually respond, but when it's someone who's like, you know, they've got a flat bum, I think they've got a shit body as well. Yeah. I feel like saying, well, how dare you? Like, <laughs> you're, not, you're not fucking, like, you know, yeah. you don't have the requisite standard. I think if, you, if you're going to go straight into a conversation and talk about, oh, you know, have you got a massive dick kind of thing? Yeah. I'm thinking, well, have you got a nice bum? Like, yeah. He doesn't look like it from, from this angle. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I just ignore those kind of accounts. But I think that's the main thing, though. So when I'm, when, when I'm with someone who isn't black, I'll... You, we all do the filtering. We've spoken about this many, many times before on and off the podcast. Um, you can usually tell, though, even if they're trying to hide it, you can usually tell mm-hmm. if they're talking to you because, uh, you know, they've just been on blacked or breedatraw.com. Yeah. Or whether they're actually interested in you. Yeah. And my metric is I usually check, like, if they actually hang around with any black people. If they don't, 
are automatically like, yeah, you're just looking for like an experience with it, aren't you? Yeah. Like, it's like on to the next. Like, oh, I've been like I've been on Reddit before, like Reddit forums where they talk uh, about yeah. I that, think I've seen and this the well. way they describe us, man. It's horrible. I I went on, so I didn't. So there's there's literally a, a subreddit for everything, but I think I went on. Not the B, not the normal BBC one. I, I fucking hate that acronym as well. Yeah. I went on the one. I was just trying to work out what people thought of the whole phenomenon of it. Yeah. And then there was a first started by a black dude saying he actually hated it because saying that whenever he's with women of a different color, he's like, are they going to expect me to have a massive penis? And if I don't have a massive penis, are they going to like just lose all interest in, in me? Yeah. Because he's always got that in his mind when he's dating women who aren't black. Yeah. Um, and then there were some people saying, oh, the only black men who don't like the BBC thing are the ones that don't have one. Um, I saw as well on the same forum it was like oh god Reddit's a dark a dark dark hole yeah and a woman who she, she pegs her partner yeah point, and they have like BBC strap-ons as well oh my god I was yeah. like even now you're trying to appropriate our genitals as well yeah I was just like what yeah. the actual fuck like, yeah it's, it's a horrible fetish I hate it and I hate like it's so common now like, yeah in in like like in sort of gay spaces people just use an acronym all the time yeah um I literally, like, I literally want to punch someone in the face if they pop up and say that mm-hmm. but it's always just virtual isn't it just, yeah. and I can't be bothered to get into a big argument every time like this is why you shouldn't be saying it yeah. this is what I think because I'm just like it's just wasting time I just block yeah yeah. or like I've seen forums before where they literally talk about like talk about like, black man white gay men mm-hmm. about black men they've had sex with they don't talk about the black man they just talk about their BBC yeah, exactly yeah and like exactly, yeah, yeah and like oh how like how was your BBC oh mine was it like I had I had my first BBC the other day and you, oh it was good it was it wasn't good if they but, all do it like it's like it's like, yeah. it's like the white gay men on these on these forums it's the and the cuckold partners as well they yeah. like a big black bull oh, to show me how it's done and like you know defile their wife so yeah. it's like those kind of racist notions of like purity the, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it's fucking horrible I like. I don't even. I don't even hate the black men who indulge in it. I'm like. I'm thinking if someone like wants to have I, sex with you. I I will admit that I have a prejudice against black men. Who, they piss me off. But I'm finally thinking. Well, everyone's. If someone's gonna offer you sex and you find them attractive, then get. But I see. But I see them the same. I see them the same as the white men. The white men who, like, say they want a BBC. Mm-hmm. I see the black people who advertise their BBC as the same as, as the same as, on the same level as them. Oh, the ones that will say, like, you know, this is a service offer, are you looking for a black bull or something like that? Or not, like, if you're doing it for money, so, mm-hmm. like, if you are, like, a sex worker, they yeah. don't understand it, yeah. or you want, you want to make a coin. Mm-hmm. But there are some people, there are some black men, like, I, I remember once on Grindr, I actually like, questioned the black man. <laughs> As he should. <laughs> <laughs> But like honestly, I really, I really want to know. I really want to know. As he said, like, oh, I've got nine inch BBC because I see that sort of sometimes. Yeah, hung, yeah. Or they'll be they'll be called hung BBC with the um, eggplant emoji. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. And I always think to myself, man, just like have some self respect. Yeah, me. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think that it's, I shouldn't because everyone is an individual, and you always getting always getting to like danger of like thinking of us as black men as like one monolith so mm-hmm. what because we think this way we all should think this way yeah which is, is, prob- is problematic in its own way but it's just like inviting more people to then come to us well exactly yeah it's but hey but reddit forum is it, it was like i went on the one where someone but people like like in sort of rallying against it and yeah. just saying how bad it was yeah um but like you said that one dude like I've thought it as well myself, like, cause it, it, I think we've all questioned if, you, if I date like outside my race, I always try and work out fast enough, are they actually interested in me or 
Is it just a notch on their belt, or they're just yeah, looking, or they're just looking to reacquire? And you can usually that's you can usually tell. This is why I'm so put off grinder, especially when I'm somewhere where it's, there's not many other black guys around. Yeah, I know. I hear that. I I do hear that. I feel like we're com- there's some conversation to come full circle. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I do hear that a lot. Cause even like I mean, we have mentioned this a few times before. Even when there's like um, men who are outside of our race, mm-hmm. even if you tell me you're like like man, that's still that's still put put my back up. Yeah, because, not, why would you mention that? Like, yeah, um, and the good, the best rule of thumb to try and weed out people who we think about the fetishizers mm-hmm. is one is if they, not necessarily if they like have friends of the same race of, of like, outside your race or black friends. Mm-hmm. I think also like if they have any awareness, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, of like social issues. Yeah, not aware, or like awareness of themselves, awareness uh-huh. of like of the dynamics that you will be in if it's just, like, a black person and white person. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And another thing is that I try to, like, I try to, um, like, see if, like, they actually like me, so if you're giving mm. me compliments on, like, the way I look or the things we do, or something yeah. say. If, like, if anyone, like, is, um, is comparing me to any kind of food or drink, uh, like, cold, cold chocolate, yeah, all of that uh, that's like an instant like it's like an instant it's, it's just a, so it's a, tr- it's a chop for me <laughs> and for me as well when they said I've never been a black guy before yeah it's not so much that the fact of that it's just that, like, why would you need to tell me that yeah I tell you I tell you I who, don't understand why. I tell you a lot of um, I'm not saying all but a lot of you know like light skin dudes mm-hmm. they love it they yeah that whole that whole colorist mindset mm. of the people like all the people who I see the most will self describe themselves as of the light skin or caramel oh or, yeah, yeah yeah green eye, yeah mixed race green eyes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I find it so corny man just yeah. fucking so corny yeah I just I'm just sick of like. How prominent grinder and porn are in the gay world. Yeah, well, when especially when it, like when it comes to house every weekend. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> carry on. Yeah, especially when it comes to like I was trying to, I'm not trying to live our life like just like any other person, any any other white man. Mm-hmm. We're trying to fuck. Someone's trying to like, find someone to love, trying to want to be in a relationship with, in a partner partnership with, and just another and just another layer that I wish wasn't there. Yeah, because it's a pretty substantial layer as well. It is. Um, it is, yeah. It is. Yeah. And I think just the whole, everyone just assumes you're a top as well. Straight mm, away. Yeah. Like, they'll just send the whole pic straight immediately. Yeah. Um, that annoys me as well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm done with these apps. <laughs> Are we going to wrap up soon, do you think? Yeah, we should wrap up now. Yeah. Um, so, what? Another enlightening conversation. Yeah. I feel like this conversation has been variation on a few things we've, we've had before. Yeah, we've covered a, a more ground than I was expecting as well, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, think, and I feel like I learned something about you that I didn't know before. What did we say? I'm trying to remember what it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> the open relationships. Oh, yeah, because we hadn't, we we hadn't discussed, discussed, that discussed that before. Actually, I'm surprised that we haven't discussed that. Yeah. Because it's, it's fairly topical. It is, yeah. yeah. And it, because it's becoming like more open and more accepted now. Yeah. And I think especially because... Um, like the, the straights, they're just like on the heteronormative stuff. Like they're yeah. bound up by religion and and like yeah. everything <laughs> else. So I feel like they have to have like their mm-hmm. one relationship, or more mm-hmm. alternative relationships and lifestyles, and it gets more accepted. Yeah. In our community, so that is something I think we definitely have to make a decision on. Mm. Or if like, 
if you want to, like, if you're out there dating or you want to find someone to have as a life partner in whatever way, you have, mm-hmm. I think you have to make a decision on it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. yes. That's um, another we're episode done. of Black Boy Joke. Yes, um, we're available on all good streaming platforms. What, Spotify, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, all the apps, Amazon, sorry. But yeah, follow us on Instagram, we have Black Boy Joke Podcast, Twitter, Black Boy Joke Pod. Email us with any suggestions, any tea you want to spill, any stories you want to you want to give to us. Great, you're missing. Yeah. Um, you, you want um, opinions of two very differing people. <laughs> 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 then bring us forward. But yeah, now, thanks very much. Thanks for listening.